comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. 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 All I really want to see is the money. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of It's Free Money, a sports gambling podcast for the Posted Up Network. I'm your host, Nick Bondi, and as usual, we like to recap the last episode, the last round of bets, and while it started off well on Tuesday, 3-0 record on Tuesday in the Champions League, last day left a bit to be disappointed about. We finished with an official... 3-2-1 record. Three wins, two losses, one push. We made some money. We did make some money. But it did not look like the sweep, the oodles of cash we we're going to make. On Tuesday, FC Midtjylland, draw no bet. We did get the push on that. That was the push. Like I said, Liverpool not going to take that game very seriously or it easily qualified first place in the Champions Group. We got Chelsea and Krasnodar under three. Again, not a game Chelsea's going to take seriously. They already finished. Top of the group. Nothing to play for. Club Bruges. Lazio. Again, both teams need a, needed a result in that game. And Lazio ended up getting that result. They don't look that good defensively. Club Bruges probably should have drew that game. Sorry. They did draw that game. But, again, neither team was too good defensively. I, had, I, I majorly whiffed on the over in the Ajax. Atlanta game. I said this was this was the game where Atlanta breaks the under streak they've been on. Usually a reliable team for overs, and it didn't work out like they did win the game. Atlanta did win one nil, booked their place the last sixteen of the Champions League, and pre I think Ajax only had one shot on target in the first half, which is very unlike them. You know, Ajax is very much an attacking team in the mold of Atlanta. The over in RB Leipzig United. I didn't get a chance to say this on the SCT show, which by the time you're listening to this, the episode is out. Feel free to listen to it wherever you get podcasts. I am a guest on it. We did talk about betting on soccer, European soccer, but I wasn't too convinced with Ole Gunnar Sorsire's approach in this game. You know, United, not the best defensive team in in the Premier League in, in club soccer in general and they kind of sat back tried to play for the draw which is fair enough but once you go down 1-0 in the second minute you know the plan flew out the window right there the group B parlay didn't work out Inter big time choked I wanted them I, you know I and part of me wanted another Italian team to, to qualify for the last 16 of the UEFA Champions League didn't work out. Another choke job by Antonio Conte in the Champions League. I should have seen that coming, and that's on me. But let's get to this weekend's episode. I think we got a great slate of NFL action this weekend, and I'm pretty confident about a lot of these picks from the Premier League and Serie A. But let's start off with NFL football, as we usually do on the weekend edition of It's Free Money. First off, I really like the over, over 55 points. 
Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. The Green Bay Packers might legitimately score every time they get the ball in this game. The Detroit Lions defense made the Chicago Bears offense look competent. Last week when they played, Chicago scored 30 points. And to the, the to Detroit's defense's credit, they'd force a turnover late from Mitch Trubisky that set up the winning touchdown. But, you know, Packers, like I said, they can legitimately score every time they get the ball in this game. I don't see the Lions slowing down Aaron Rodgers that much. And the Lions, the Detroit Lions, have scored 20-plus points in six of their last seven games. That other game ended up in a shutout against the Carolina Panthers. Over 55 points. It's a bit of a high total. I think it is the highest total on the board in this week's NFL action. But I do like the over 55 Packers lines. I think there's going to be a ton of points in that game. My other pick, the New Orleans Saints to cover the spread at seven points on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. Usually, as a general rule, it's not good to lay these type of points on the road in the NFL. But home field advantage, not really a thing this year in the NFL without the crowd And of course, you have the Philadelphia Eagles. They announced it. Jalen Hurts starting for the Philly Eagles against the Saints. And what a a tough matchup to start your NFL career with. He came off the bench, but this is his first start in the NFL, Jalen Hurts. You got to go against the Saints defense, which has been on an absolute tear the last few games. Maybe the best defense in the NFL over that stretch. I can't see the Eagles winning this game, keeping it close. I think the Saints show how it's done against, again, a rookie quarterback making his first NFL start. What a what a, what a situation to be thrown in if you're Jalen Hurts. But I like the Saints to cover a seven-point spread against the Philly Eagles. Another favorite I like this week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, currently six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Minnesota Vikings at home. Now let's look the Bucks are 7 and 5 right now in the NFC South. Kind of off a bye week. Let's look at their losses, okay? They lost to the Chiefs. All around great team, great offense. They lost to the Rams, a great defense. They lost to the Saints twice. We all know about the Saints defense and they lost to the Chicago Bears back when they had a good defense and they were trying. Other than that, Even against the Packers, Packers don't have that great of a defense and they put up 38 points, won that game pretty comfortably. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will show why they're still kind of in the NFC picture for the playoffs in this game. Plus, Minnesota, what is their strength offensively? The run game, Dalvin Cook. Tampa Bay, best defense against the run in the NFL this season. I think at Tampa Bay Buccaneers take care of business and cover that six and a half point spread against the Minnesota Vikings. And these Vikings and the Vikings, they've played a lot of close games, which I think why people maybe want to take in the Vikings. But the Cowboys beat them by three points. They barely beat the Jags. They barely beat the Panthers. Right? They've played a lot of close games, but a lot of these close games 
have been against teams who they arguably should be beating, like the Jags and the Cowboys and the Panthers. So I'm pretty comfortable in the Bucks to cover that six-and-a-half-point spread. Underdog I like this week, the Washington football team. Three-point underdogs against the San Francisco 49ers. Technically a home game, but of course the 49ers. The rest of the season playing in Arizona. That's one of the reasons I like Washington in this game. The defense, the Washington defense, it's legit. It's good enough to make this game close. It's the San Francisco 49ers. No George Kill. Still, for San Francisco 49ers, they still don't have Jimmy G. Nick Mullins, he's okay. But he's not a starting quarterback that's going to make noise for you in the NFL. I'm pretty sure that's clear for a lot of people who watch football. Again, that 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 I think that front four, that 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 pass rush for Washington is going to create havoc for Nick Mullins. Can he be able to handle it? My vote is no. So I'm taking the Washington football team with being a bit conservative here, taking the points, 3-point underdogs. Take Washington and the points against the San Francisco 49ers and I have one official money line pick and one unofficial money line pick coming up for you for the NFL. First off, Monday Night Football. The Cleveland Browns are actually underdogs against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens. Two and a half point favorites against the Cleveland Browns. Why is that? Well, I think there's a number of reasons. The Ravens beat up on the Browns week one, 38 to six. But since then, Cleveland, nine and two with their losses coming to the Steelers and the Raiders. Now, the Raiders loss maybe doesn't look so good now, but Steelers are a good football team, one of the best teams in AFC, probably behind the Chiefs if I'm ranking AFC teams right now I don't again Miles Garrett gonna be back for the Cleveland Browns that's gonna help a lot with their defense stopping the run that's what Baltimore likes to do run the football we saw it against the Cowboys but Cleveland a pretty good defense at stopping the run they they shut down Derrick Henry for the most part in that game against Tennessee Baltimore is not gonna be able to carve him up like they did to the Cowboys. So as an underdog at home, they're two and a half point underdogs at home. Maybe Vegas knows something we don't. But as of right now, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns as the money line underdogs against the Baltimore Ravens. And another bonus NFL pick, the fade the public pick. I pick these every once in a while when I see you know a spread or a money line that's way out of whack. I'm on Pinnacle right now, and I see the money line on Pinnacle right now. 98% of the bets are for the Houston Texans against the Chicago Bears. To me, that screams, take the Chicago Bears money line. Well, why is that? Well, fading the public, we've discussed this on this podcast before, fading the public is a legitimate strategy. It is. In gambling, it is a legitimate strategy. Houston Terrible run defense. Second worst run defense. Only two. The Dallas Cowboys. The aforementioned Dallas Cowboys who got torched by Baltimore Ravens on Tuesday Night Football. 
what's Chicago's game plan going to be? Well, they probably don't trust Mitch Trubisky after that game against Detroit. Just a heavy dose of David Montgomery against Houston. I was not going to take this. I was thinking about it, and I realized, well, I'll stay away from this game because I'm not 100% sure. I see 98% of the public on Houston take Bears' money line. So, a quick recap of this week's NFL picks. The over, over 55 points in the Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, Saints are seven-point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles. Bucks are six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Minnesota Vikings. Washington against the spread, three points, underdogs against the San Francisco 49ers and the Cleveland Browns. Money line Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens. And the bonus pick, the bonus pick, the pick I'm not going to be tweeting out, but if you're listening to this, bonus pick for you listeners, the Bears money line against the Houston Texans at home. Okay. Some soccer picks starting off in the Premier League. We did all right last week in the Premier League, two and two. I've got three picks today, and I'm pretty confident in all in all three of them, especially the first two. First off, the under, under 2.75, Manchester United, Manchester City, the Manchester Derby, one of the biggest games in world football that happens twice a year. Manchester United hosting Manchester City. You can get 2.75 right now at approximately plus 109, so just about even money. Or if you want to feel a bit safer, you can take the three goal total, under three goals at minus 120, so $10 get you just over $8.00. It's going to be tense. This game is going to be very tense. These games always are, but what is at stake will make it even tenser and maybe put a bit of trepidation in each team. Let's let's set this up. Manchester United. 19 points through 10 games played. Manchester City, 18 points through 10 games played. Manchester United sit at 7th City, 8th. So what does this mean? If United w- wins... They'll be at 22 points, right in the thick of it in the top four and challenging for a Premier League title, which would be a big boost to them considering, of course, they lost. It's RB Leipzig on Tuesday and are officially out of the Champions League into the Europa League. Manchester City, tough start to the year. They've been bouncing back recently. 18 points through 10 games. If they win this game, they'll be at 21 points, right at the edge of that top four and again, right in the thick of it. For the Premier League title. A loss for either team is really going to set them back. Which I think is going to make this game very tense. Maybe a bit more defensive than we've seen in past Manchester derbies. City's offense. Manchester City's offense. Not as good as in previous years. You know, I mentioned this on SET when I was on. I used to have a saying to my friends. There's three things certain life death taxes and the over in Manchester City games they used to be prolific at covering overs but they've only scored 17 goals this year five of those against Burnley recently West Ham has scored more coming into this game 
than Manchester City. Very unlike Manchester City. Again, very offensive team. They got a ton of firepower. And United, been very erratic this season. They come back, they beat Southampton. You think that sets up well for their game against PSG. Nope, they lose 3-1 at home to PSG. You think that's going to send them in a tailspin against West Ham, away against West Ham? Nope, they come back in that game, they win it. You think, okay, they've got things figured out. All they need is a draw or a win against RB Leipzig. They got this covered. Nope, lose 3-2. And that game really flattered them because it was 3-0 RB Leipzig. And Manchester City scored two late goals to kind of make that game a bit closer. So I think an under 2.75, under 3 is a good bet in this game. Again, if you're feeling a bit more cautious, maybe take the under 3. If you think there's going to be exactly two goals or less, take the 2.75. But I don't see this being a very high-scoring Manchester Derby, although usually United games scream, take the over. My other Premier League pick, this is what I mentioned mentioned on the SCT show, the over in the Chelsea-Everton game. Everton has not kept the clean sheet. They have conceded in every game in the Premier League since September 13th. Chelsea undefeated since they lost to Liverpool earlier in the season. They just have so much firepower. You saw it on display against Leeds when I was watching that game. Pulisic, Werner, Hammy Abraham, Olivier Giroud. Just tons of options off front and really, really deadly on the counter. Everton maybe have a bit of a problem at wing back. You know, they're not going to have Lucas Dinier out. So whether they play a four at the back system, play a 3-5-2 with two wing backs, someone's going to be playing out of position there. And here's how Chelsea have fared total-wise against the non-quote big teams. Three goals against Leeds. Two goals against Newcastle, three against Burnley, three against Southampton, and four against Crystal Palace. Again, I really like the over this game. I think Chelsea score two or three goals and win this game pretty comfortably. And I think Everton get a goal on their of, of on their own, right? Like Everton's got some pretty decent players: Hamas Rodriguez, Richardson. They got enough to maybe test Chelsea defensively. Well, lead scored. I think. Against them, I think Everton can do the same. Right now, the over is at 2.75 right now on Pinnacle. Minus 120. Again, if you're feeling adventurous like I am, take the over over three. I think there's going to be tons of goals in this game. And if you're feeling adventurous, maybe parlay it with a Chelsea win. So the official pick, the over in Chelsea-Everton. And if you're feeling adventurous, parlay that with a Chelsea win. The other Premier League pick, Burnley. Travel to the Eddie ha- the uh, Emirates, sorry. Plus one against Arsenal. Judging on re- on Arsenal's recent form, do we really think they're going to blow them out? Do we really think this is going to be a comfortable win for Arsenal? I'm going to say probably not. This could be a trap game for Arsenal. This is big games coming up against Southampton and Everton. Maybe they overlook this game. Maybe they say, man, we got three points here. And overlook Burnley. Thomas Partey, a recent uh, signing over the summer from Atletico Madrid. He's not going to be playing, and he's a big part of their midfield. 
I don't know. I just don't I don't trust Arsenal enough to bet him to win this game comfortably. So I'm taking Burnley plus one, which means which means you will get money if Burnley wins, draws, and you will get a push if they lose by exactly one goal. For me, at minus 103, just around even money, I think that's good value. Okay, quick recap before we go to Italy. The under in the Manchester United, Manchester City, the Manchester Derby, the over in Chelsea, Everton, and Burnley, plus one against Arsenal. Okay, off to Italy. Last week was not good for my Serie A picks. 0-3-1. I'm back at it with another four picks, and I think we can get back on track with these. I, I'm a big fan of these picks. I say that for every pick, but I truly mean it this time. First off, Hellas Verona plus 0.75 against Lazio. Hellas Verona. Again, I, I've been on them for a while now, betting-wise. They're just a very underrated team. I'm a big fan of their manager. This is a 7-8 battle, and Lazio are pretty heavy favorites at home. But the last time Lazio covered more than a goal spread was back in September. A lot of these games, especially in Italy, have been close. So I'm not really comfortable with Lazio covering a spread here. Again, they look they look poor defensively. I'm going Verona against the spread. I think they can get a draw or even get a result on the road against Lazio. All right, my other bet. Spezia. Draw, no bet. Against Cortone. Spezia. Let's talk about them for a bit because usually in Italy, these small teams, it's very different than the Premier League. These small teams don't have a bunch of money and they usually just sit back and try not to lose games. But I just like, I just watching highlights of Spezia and seeing their results, I like their style. They go after teams, they don't try and sit back, they're not boring to watch, and they've had some decent results. You know, they drew 2-2 against Calgary away away from home. 3-0 win against Benevento away from home. Drew against Atalanta at home, which is always a good result. Drew against Parma. Beat Udinese away from home. Like, their team, that I think against these lower, these lower teams, are really going to go for it because that's where they got to pick up their points. They're not, they don't want to play for draws. They really want to, you know, go for it and get their points. Draw no bet. Right now, on Pinnacle, even money. So you'll double your money if they win, and if it's a draw, guess what? You get your money back. So I really like that bet. The other one, Napoli. Goal point two five favorites on the Asian handicap. You can bump that up to 1.5 if you're feeling dangerous. Napoli have been beating the crap out of teams at home, especially this year. 4-0 against Roma. Four nil against Crotone. Four one against Atalanta. Six nil 
against Genoa. I think against these smaller teams, Napoli really run up the score. And they have a pretty good offense. Like, I, I'm a big fan of them going forward. So, them to win comfortably at home against Sampdoria, I think that's a pretty good bet. And my other one, this is, I had this late after, well, late last night after looking at the lines. Inter, goal and a half favorites against Calgary away from home. Why am I taking this bet? Why am I laying this much goals away from home? I think Antonio Conte after missing out on the Champions League. He is going to be on a mission in Serie A this season to try and win at all, at all costs. And they're not going to have any distractions now, right? They're out of the Champions League. Maybe have a few cup games in there. But other than that, there's nothing stopping Inter from you know rolling out the best lineup every week and being nice and fresh for these small teams. So I really like Inter to comfortably beat Calorie Sunday morning. Goal and a half, I don't think should be a problem for Inter. You look at their last few games in the league domestically. Beat Bologna by two goals. Beat Sassuolo away from home by three goals. Beat Inter, sorry, beat Torino by two goals. Beat Genoa by two goals. Drew 2-2 against Parma. That was not a good result for them. Beat Benevento 5-2 away from home. So especially without a Champions League European distraction for Antonio Conte, I think he's going to try and tear up Serie A as much as possible. So Inter to win by two goals or more against Calgary on Sunday, I think it's a very good bet. So quick recap. Spezia, draw no bet. Napoli, minus 1.25 on the handicap. Verona, plus 0.75 on the handicap. Inter to win by two or more goals against Calgary. And that's this week's episode of It's Free Money, part of the Post It Up Network. I'm your host, Nick Bondi. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on all the major platforms at this point. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Nick Bondi. I'll be tweeting out all my picks there, plus giving up bonus picks throughout the week when I'm not recording this podcast. Once again, this is It's Free Money. I'm your host, Nick Bondi. Thank you for listening.